Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal with episode number 39 of Giving Your Best Life. Um, Today, this topic actually came to me while I was brushing my teeth, and it's more of like the subject and the title. And this is a moment <laughs> in my life where I wish I had the gift of singing uh, because... I've been literally the last 24 hours, I have been singing this little phrase to my husband. Um, I can't get it out of my mind and it is annoying the crap out of him. And it's funny that it's so annoying to him because I often tell my husband that I married him because he didn't annoy me. Like a lot of the guys that I dated, you know, it's like go out, have a good time. And then the longer you're with them, the more like things pop up and they start to annoy you. And I was just like, I can never be married to this person. Um, So then what's the point of dating someone? That was kind of my mentality in my 20s as all of my friends were getting married. I was one of the last of my friends to get married. I think I was in something like eight or nine weddings as a bridesmaid. Um... Yeah. So anyways, so the phrase that came to me while I was brushing my teeth was when God moves, do you? And um, I've been like, when God moves, do you? When God moves, do you? And it just keeps going over in my head over and over again. And I think this is an excellent question to ask yourself, not just now, but as you go on this journey of giving your best life. Like when I see God move in my life, am I stepping out of faith? Do I take the action that needs to be taken? I'll give you an example. I uh, met with one of my friends slash coaching clients uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we had this whole conversation of like, what they had been doing, what are they working on? Um, They have been stagnant in their business. And when, when I peeled back the layers, what I realized is what God was calling them to do versus the actions that they were taking, they did not align. Why? Because what God was calling them to do didn't align to what society and the industry that they are in, like it didn't match. It didn't sync up. And people that they were working with, like couldn't see the vision that, you know, my friend, my client had. And so because of that, even though they knew God was moving, they did not act. 
And so we had a really like frank conversation. What's the next move? And it's been interesting. I mean, like so amazing what has happened in their life in just one week when they started to take movement of where God was calling them. Um, I have a, a similar like situation that it's live, friends. I am living this right now, and I even hesitate to share it because I'm like, it all could blow up, uh, or it may not even happen. Like, there's a couple of things that have to align, but I think this is what uh, I don't think, but I know this is what kind of got me spinning in this little uh, phrase that God gave me is when God moves, do you? And I had an influencer contact me about collaborating on a project and uh, what it what an honor to even have a discussion with somebody. But what they were asking me to collaborate on, I have never done. I have some experience. Um, I I don't even know how to describe it is you know, the the very specific narrow thing that they want done, I haven't done, but I've got a lot of experience that would lead me to believe, and obviously this person, that I can do it. We can collaborate on this project. But I got to admit, like, as I think through this is, you know, I start having the fear and I start thinking about all these things that are unknown. I start questioning my own abilities and honestly, like being a hundred percent transparent, I really, um, wanted to say thanks for thinking of me. Thanks for having the confidence that I could tackle this project, but no thanks. And I think so many times in our life, that's what we do is God moves, a door opens, we start having a lot of questions, negativity, lack of our ability and not thinking about what God can do with and through us and having that trust and faith. And we just bow out before we even get an opportunity to fail. And I always say that failure, and I'm sure other people do this, but you know, like failure is just when you quit. So if I were to say thanks, but no thanks, like to me, that would be a failure because I bowed out. I didn't even give myself an opportunity to know, do I have what it takes to do what they're asking me to do? And so uh, I actually, though, tentatively committed as we go through this negotiation process. And I spent the weekend in prayer. I consulted trusted advisors. So I recommend uh, you having a team of people that you trust whenever opportunities come to you, or maybe it's a job opportunity, or maybe it's a new ministry, whatever it is, fill in the blank, is you have people. People often call these your board of directors. Think about a nonprofit. I actually sit on a nonprofit. I'm on their board of directors. And it's really people who help to lead and guide and steer and provide advice for the staff of uh, that that nonprofit. They're a sounding board. Uh, when things are going right, you know, we're there to congratulate and build up. And when things maybe aren't going so well, then, you know, we're that sounding board to help navigate what should we do and what next steps. And anyway, so you should have a board of directors. And so I immediately started reaching out to my board of directors. And uh, I always consult my husband. And actually, one person on my board of directors was like, 
I don't know. And it wasn't due to my ability, but it was just like, this is a big commitment. Is this something that you really want to do? I had somebody else on my board of directors say, this is amazing. Stop whatever you're doing and go take this opportunity because you know, God, and and I've seen this over and over again, when I looked at my book, The Giving Challenge, like God opened up so many doors after I got that book done, but I couldn't, those doors didn't open until the book got done. And so that was one of my uh, advisor's perspective. I also reached out to uh, some friends and mentors that have done this. And would they be willing to help me and coach me? Do they have the bandwidth? Because A lot of times when we're heading into new waters, we may fail uh, at what we're trying to do because we think we can just take it on on our own without the assistance of those that have gone before us, or we're going to make a bunch of mistakes and why not like, you know, cut your mistakes in half or something like that by engaging with people who've kind of been there, done that. Um, I also talked to my husband and he brought up, brought up a great point. This is why you got to talk to multiple people and then you got to go to prayer and then, you know, ask God to give you guidance of, of what you're supposed to do because everybody's going to have a different perspective or a different opinion. But my husband said, you know, I think this is an opportunity. If you don't take it, you'll always regret it. Like you'll always wonder what if I would have done that and nobody else had giving me that perspective or that question. And that was one of my turning points of going, yeah, this is something that if I, if I don't do this, I, uh, I'll always wonder, you know, what if, um, so that's a question to ask yourself. Also, I, I used to have a friend in college whenever he wanted to go out and do something and I had to study or something like that, he'd always say, what are you going to remember in 10 years? You know, that you studied for that test or we went out and did X, Y, and Z. And that question got me every time because he was right. Like we only had four years at college to be together and and to have our friendship and we were never going to get that time back. And at the end of the day, I don't want to say it didn't matter, but I wasn't the best student anyway. So if I went from a B minus to a C, so be it. Um, And so my husband's question is a great one for you to ask yourself, if I don't walk through this door, if I don't take this opportunity or the next step, will I regret it? Will I always wonder if or what would happen? Another thing that I did is I ordered a book on the topic. Uh, I read a lot and I we can learn from people who have traveled down this path, especially if they're experts and they've been in the industry a long time. And the book was great. Just gave me a lot of insight, a lot of things to think about that I necessarily hadn't thought about or my board of directors, you know, because they're not in this industry, uh, gave me to think about. But one of the things I think God, and, and this is a trademark word, so I want to give credit, but I can't remember who the guy said it is, uh, but it's like that God wink, you know, that little like sign that you just know that's from God. Um, that's how I felt with this. As I was reading through the book, um, the writer was talking about his ability and he said, it's a gift. 
And if you've been following me for any amount of time, I like, and this is a, I don't want to say a boring book, but it's on a boring topic. And literally tears welled up in my eyes. I just felt it in my spirit of God winking uh, because that's, that's one of my words. You know, I focus on giving a gift every day to someone else. And so um, I, I don't know, that was just like, for me, another little God wink to say, you know, Hey, move in, move in the direction and, uh, the door will close if this is not to, to work out. And that's kind of what I'm praying. Like if I'm not supposed to do this, a big door closes, uh, whether on their side or my side, something pops up that prohibits me from, from doing this. And, um, I want to make clear too, when, when these things pop up and we have peace about continuing to move forward, now we haven't shut the door, we haven't immediately said no, is I still have doubts. Uh, this will be the biggest to date project that I've embarked on, or at least I'm telling myself that. And then now as I have had time, a couple of days to process it, I'm not 100% if sure, if that's true. And so I think that's another reason why we shouldn't make decisions immediately is we should marinate on them. We should soak on them because sometimes we tell ourselves lies to not do the hard stuff. And so immediately I was like, this is one of the biggest projects I've ever embarked on or it will be. And the more I sit in it, I'm like, I'm not 100% sure. Like I've done other things that are um, possibly equally as challenging or or maybe a a step below that. So um, I want to say that if you feel that God is moving in your life or if you look back over the last year or two years or even back into college when God laid something on your heart or high school, whatever it was, or a different time in your life, maybe when you had kids or you didn't have kids or you had kids and now they're out of the house, uh, whatever the period of life is that God called you to do something, uh, but you felt like it was too big, it was too scary, is I really challenge you uh, to move. You know, when you see God moving and you know it's Him, uh, take a step, whether that's, you know, hey, I'm going to start praying about this. I'm going to start, I'm going to talk to my board of directors. Just think about when God moves, are you moving? You know, where are your feet standing? A couple of weeks ago, I did a women's retreat and I'm, you know, a runner and uh, I, I gave them the visual of like a starting line. And it's like, as soon as that gun goes off, almost everybody at that starting line, what do they do? They take a step over the starting line and they move forward to complete the race. And so I asked the women, like when, when God is calling you to do something, where are you standing? Are you standing behind that starting line or are you stepping out in faith that if God has called you to run this race is that you're going to finish, you're going to finish the race. Um, I'll wrap this up by uh, one of the songs that is an old hymnal that I learned in church. I love it. It's by John H. Samus, S-A-M-M-I-S. And it is trust and obey for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus 
but to trust and obey. So friends, I hope this topic today mainly focused on our goals that uh, you feel challenged. I would love to know, uh, send me a message hit me up on social media of something that God is calling you to move and and you might be a little scared and a little frightened. Um, I also want to say is I want to throw out a giving and a gratitude challenge on this episode. Sometimes I haven't been the most consistent of doing that and I apologize. Uh, but for your gratitude challenge this week, um, if you know someone that's struggling with addiction in your life is I bet what is coming into their life is a lot of negativity. It is a lot of um, just not good. You know, people, they might feel beat up. People are judging them. Uh, There's probably just a lot of things going on in their life that isn't positive. And I just really challenge you, and this may be a struggle for you because uh, when we have people in our lives that are struggling with addiction, those relationships are really challenging. They're really rocky. Uh, But I challenge you, to write them a note of encouragement, share something that you are grateful for that maybe they've done in your life or that you've noticed about them. And uh, I always am convinced, and I've seen this happen in my own life, is sometimes you just never know that the words that we give to others hit them at the right time that may move them into a direction or maybe a catalyst uh, to move to for them to get help wherever they are uh, in their journey. And so, um, or maybe those words are going to give them hope. So I that's my gratitude challenge. And then today, the giving challenge is... I've been doing some research and I didn't even know. There's this thing called the National Diaper Bank Network. And through that, and I see sometimes uh, different local nonprofits they'll have on their sign like, hey, we're collecting diapers. And I don't have children, but like all my friends have children. And that's a big expense. And to think about it, if uh, you're really struggling financially or if you're homeless, whatever it is, and you've got babies trying to get diapers, clean diapers, is a huge hurdle and an obstacle. And the National Diaper Bank Network said one in three U.S. families experience a diaper need. I had no idea. Uh, This is one thing that I love about my giving journey is it's also a learning journey. Like I'm constantly learning new things, uh, new needs that we have in our community. And if you can't afford diapers, or you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I really can't afford to buy a pack of diapers and donate it. Maybe get some friends together. Maybe talk to your church about it. Maybe uh, your coworkers, you take up a, you know, everybody donates two bucks and you go buy diapers uh, for for a, a local nonprofit. And one of the things that I didn't even think about is it said babies without clean diapers are exposed to more potential health risk and less likely accepted to daycares, leaving their parents unable to attend work So it's kind of like this uh, ripple effect that you never thought of as something as simple as a diaper. Let's say it costs $20 or $30. I don't even know. Uh, But that one expense, if we can take care of that up front, it's going to save, you know, maybe uh, medical bills in the future, health issues, but then also giving the parents ability to work. So anyways, that's my giving challenge is to donate a pack of diapers to a local uh, shelter or nonprofit in your community. And and uh, help take that burden off some of your families. 
Friends, thank you for uh, listening to this episode. I hope that uh, at the end of the day, it helps you in different ways so you can go out and get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.